Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us again for iHeart2C podcast. I'm Hannah McGee and my co-host John McGee. And we're here with um, fun guests talking about all the summer things that are happening. And we have another awesome guest, uh, Diana Sinner, who is the um, fair director, the Canyon County fair director. Um, For those of you who don't know, we have an awesome fair that happens every summer. Um, we have thousands of people that come out from all over the um, Treasure Valley. And so we wanted to share with you what that looks like and and kind of the behind the scenes of the fair. So welcome, Diana. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. We'd love to hear more, uh, a little history that you may know about um, the Canyon County Fair and and kind of its evolution over the last couple of years and um, kind of the transitions that have happened. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the Canyon County Fair for us? Yes, the the Canyon County Fair first started in 1887. So it's time. one of the oldest things we have around here. So um, it's it's been held annually, um, except for, for years of um, world wars and during COVID. And um, it's, it's been in multiple locations, but it's been in this location for quite some time. And we've spent the last five years really um, investing into the current facility and also um, adding on to it. So um, it's, it's slated to be the permanent home and we're, we're making um, the best facility that we can. That's awesome. That's great. Talk about, I can't help looking at it every time I drive mm-hmm. by because it just looks amazing and I'm I'm really excited for you guys. Tell us a little bit about the new building and, and what that's going to house and what that's going to and the opportunities that's going to give people in Canyon County. Yes so back in 2017 the, the county commissioners uh, made a commitment to keep the fair um, in its current location and they they really tasked um, both me as a director and staff to um, determine what we can do to to really make the best fair on this on this piece of property. So we looked at there was about five acres adjacent to Gaviola Field that was completely unutilized. So um, I went to the commissioners that fall, and really with the intent of just asking to make it green space, usable space, and and then I said you know possibly add a building. At, at some point mm-hmm. and they they really got excited about that so we started that process back then and we are in full construction mode now we have a 45,000 square foot building being built it's mm-hmm. got a 30,000 square foot exhibition hall it's got meeting rooms and our fair administrative offices so we are we're super excited it's going to be done um slated to be done november 
of this year. So our first fair will be next year awesome. in the new building. And along with that, we are adding um, two bridges across Wilson Creek that, that splits that five acres. And the rest of that property has already, already been turned into grass. And we're gonna connect our building um, to Simplot Stadium with a walkway. So That's we awesome. really want it to be a usable space all year long, not just during the fair. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that. That's a that's a great idea and a great use of that space. That's that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, that will uh, definitely improve um, the the look of that that area in the back and um, just really kind of heighten. Gosh, just the um, I don't just the the look of of the fair and um, I think for the long time people kind of thought it was. I've, I've heard good and positive and then negative, like it's run down, it's old and we can't fit everybody. But I love that, um, you know, they, that the commissioners have taken time to invest in our, um, in something that brings the community together. Um, tell us a little bit about the fair this year. Is there, is there some new things going on? Um, we'd love to hear like the entertainment that's going to be, um, being there this year. Yes, so the the fair is scheduled for July 28th through the 31st, mm-hmm. and we have all of the traditional elements. We have the carnival and stage entertainment, food vendors and regular vendors, exhibits, livestock, and we have four nights of concerts. Again, we, the first night, Thursday, is Mark Chestnut. Saturday night is Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Saturday night, we just got finalized. And so I can't announce quite yet, but I can tell you that it is not country and it's going to be very fun. Mm. So we should be announcing in the next couple days. Okay. So watch, watch the fair social media for that. And then Sunday is our Latino fair fest. Mm -hmm. And we have Mm -hmm. two Latino bands that night. Um, We started that I think in 2018 and it has been a great event for us on Sunday of the fair. That's great. Diana, if you want to, we're recording this now, but we won't, it won't be, it won't no. go live until at it, least two weeks from now. At least two weeks. If so not. if you want to, okay. we won't mention it. So if you want to talk about it, it will be after your announcement. Yeah. Okay. That'd be great. So do I have to redo that whole no, thing? No, just talk about it now. Huh? Okay. Okay. So Saturday night we have Flo Rida coming <laughs> to the Canyon County Fair. Oh my gosh. That's it's, crazy. That it's is going to be, be a very fun night. Yes. In oh, awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. I can, there's been so many great acts that come and go. That sounds like a great one. I, I can remember in the late nineties going to cheap trick. Right. And that was, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a, that was a great show. We're really blessed and you guys do such a great job of bringing in these entertaining groups and, and these, these great musical acts and, and, and this is just going to be building on what you've done over the last several years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. We're, we're really excited. We had, we had a record fair last year. We're, we're hopeful again for that this year. Hope the weather cooperates, but it's going to be fun. And when you, and when you talk about record, tell, tell the audience exactly how many people go through those gates every year. It's, it's incredible. We had over 60,000 people in four days. Wow. We wow. We, we have events before um, the fair opens that first Thursday, but but we had 60,000 people or more than that in four mm-hmm. days. And, and you know, we are a pretty tight space. So that's yeah. that's a lot of people in our footprint. Um, but it 
it was a great fair last year. Um, I think everybody really missed the gathering and the, and the celebration of what a fair is. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they proved it to us by, by coming out in record numbers. Yeah. Do you ever do any surveys or, um, you know, ask any of the guests that come, where are they coming from? Like, is it mostly the Treasure Valley or how far out do people tend to come from? Um, through our um, online ticketing system, we we can collect um, information that way in regards to where they're coming from. So we we have a lot of people from Oregon, Washington, some from California, mm-hmm. especially last year because not in those communities, some of their fairs weren't happening. So, right. and we were one of the first fairs really in this area that that happened and had concerts had had a full fair. So we had a lot of a lot of visitors from different places that we probably hadn't had in the past. Mm. It it also really depends on our concerts. When we had Collective Soul in 2019, we had somebody fly from Arizona to yes. come to that show. Yeah. So it's it, it's always very interesting to me where where people travel from. Yeah. Kind of there. You might have a similar situation with Flowrider. Yeah. I can see people. I, I think we might. Yeah, coming from out of town to, to come listen. Yes, I, I assume you have to uh, ticket sell out for those concerts, or can you, I assume there's a, only a limited space that you have for um, yes. for those concerts? We we have kind of a unique situation where we only sell um, a thousand seats on the floor of the mm-hmm. rodeo arena, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is is free. Um, free seating with your paid fare admission. So oh. you can buy an advance ticket to the fair for $6 and get a really good bleacher seat for mm-hmm. Flowrider, which mm-hmm. is, I'm guaranteeing the best deal you'll ever get. Yeah, <laughs> for I sure. would say so. Wow, that's cool. So get your ticket now. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure we have lots of parents that listen to the podcast. Talk about all the great things that kids can do. Such we enjoy taking our kids there. Our kids love going. Talk about some different thing opportunities mm-hmm. uh, for kids at the fair. Yes. So one thing that I always like to promote is our competitive exhibits. If they make any sort of craft or bake anything or take a photo, we, we even have like a selfie mm-hmm. selfie class in our youth photo. But that those. Um, all those open class exhibits are open to our youth and they can win a ribbon, they can win some cash. So that that's one element of the fair. And then we have all sorts of stage entertainment that's interactive with kids. We have like a ceramic make and take where they can, you know, make something at the fair, take it home. Um, as far as livestock shows, the youth that are involved in that, there's there's plenty, there's lots of opportunities and um, some kids contests. There's a dance competition, hmm. and of course the carnival. If if you're the parents that want to take your kids to the carnival, there's <laughs> lots of opportunities. That's awesome. That's fun. I know. Um, you know, I never was a 4-H um, kid, but it is FFA is a huge part of the any any fair, but Canyon County Fair. Um, so tell us a little bit more about. Um, how, how you guys work together with FFA to promote the kids and, and even how they, um, I know they can sell their livestock and make some money too. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So we, we have a livestock show, um, here at the fair. That's one of the largest livestock shows in Idaho. We're really fortunate to have such a strong agricultural community. 
-hmm. in our county. And so 4-H and FFA are both heavily involved in the fair. Those kids um, are primarily the exhibitors with livestock. They also have other type of exhibits. And, and we work with them. Um, we just want to make sure every youth um, has the opportunity to exhibit here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when they, when they have an exhibit, what does that look like? They obviously, um, they do, is it a competition where they're getting ribbons and then how do they, how do they sell their livestock? Like who's buying, buying these, uh, this livestock? Yes. So I'll just give an example. If, if yeah. one of our youth exhibitors has a steer, mm -hmm. they're, they weigh in that steer and back in March. Okay. And so they're really um, declaring that steer that it's coming to the fair um, back then. And then they care for that steer, manage that steer, feed all that up until fair time. They bring it to the fair, weigh it in again. They um, participate in both like their market class where the animal is evaluated um, for quality. And then they also participate in a showmanship class where the kid is evaluated on on their showmanship mm. skills and also management and presentation of their animal. Wow. And then they are eligible to sell um, in our market livestock sale, which is on Saturday of the fair. And so they, they go through the ring, their animal is bid on by both live bidders that are in person. And we also offer an online option for oh, wow. people that, huh. that can't come to the fair. And, and then that um, they leave their animal on Sunday night when fair's over. Wow. You know, you would think um, with the urbanization of Canyon County that um, functions like FFA and 4-H may be slowing down or they may be lo losing their popularity, but that's that's really not the case, is it? It's not the case. Those enrollment numbers for both groups are still continuing to go up, and our right. participation level at the fair is still continuing to go up. I've, I've been in the fair industry my entire life, and I... And we've had the conversation several years of what happens when, when our 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 animal numbers, you know, drop because of urbanization. And I just haven't been in. The, I'm sure that happens in some areas, but we are really fortunate that it's not happening here. And I and I think that has to do with the foundation of agriculture in this community. So. So parents, even if they're not living on a farm, they're still making sure their kids have the opportunity to be involved in those, those two organizations um, so they can still learn, become educated, and, and also become leaders. I think a lot of what goes into 4-H and FFA is, is teaching your kid how to be a leader. Yeah, that's great. I, I love that. It's, it's very encouraging to see that young, young people can still um, they don't have to have a farm to be able to be involved in those organizations for sure. I would love to know, you know, outside of the fair time in July every year, um, what are some other things that um, the Canyon County Fair or the property um, does throughout the year to be involved in the community and support the community of Canyon County? So we... Our, our current fair building is, is available for rent, and then we offer it to 4-H and FFA groups um, as well. But it's, it's available pretty much all year round, um, outside of the months that we're getting ready for fair and we have fair and then the rodeo. So, so we have a lot of, um, in the fall, we have a lot of equine events, a lot of um, horse shows, barrel racing um, for, for our community members. We have 
some dog shows like dog agility, some other type dog shows. We have this past year, we had six weeks of indoor BMX. Wow. Which was, um, it was great to have that youth organization in. We really try to partner with events that um, are focused on our community, on agriculture and youth youth opportunity. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's a great great open space for for any of those groups that need need somewhere to present their their organization is there anything else what is kind of the future is obviously you're looking forward to opening this beautiful building and and welcoming the community into this building um but what did what does your future look like and and in the next five to ten years that you're hoping for well i think with the growth of canyon county we want to continue to focus on agriculture and opportunities to both um, for both agriculture education and also highlighting agriculture in Canyon County. Um, I just saw a quote that 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 read, "Agriculture is our culture," and I think that is perfect for perfect description of our county. We have something very special, and I I think we need to protect that by educating and mm-hmm. celebrating agriculture within our community. And along with that, um, my fair philosophy has always been that a community needs to love their fair. We, mm-hmm. we believe in owning who we are and being the greatest version of that. We're a county fair and we wanna be the best at that um, and be a fair that our community loves and, and is proud of. Mm. Super. That's so good. That's, I agree. I know we sure love the fair <laughs> and so do our kids. And we know so many else, uh, so many other friends that do too. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you out there here in uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today, Diana. I appreciate you taking the time to share with our listeners more about the Canyon County Fair. And we will have all the information where you guys can buy your tickets to Florida and all the, the other fair activities. So thank you so much, Diana. Thank you for having me. Yes. You have a great day. You too. All right. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iheart2c. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.